Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. Crossing of the waters. Crossing the waters. In, in life, you have to cross waters. You will have to cross waters in life. And one of the things that God does for people when he calls them is give them opportunity to cross water. So according to Acts chapter 7, Acts chapter 7, verse 1, 2, and 3, talks about how Abraham, our father, used to live in the regions of Mesopotamia beyond the river. Okay, so Abraham used to live the regions of before God called Abraham. All right, God appeared to him. He used to dwell in the regions of Mesopotamia, and God called him. And that region was beyond the, uh, the river, the waters, and God called him. So Abraham, after God called him, he became the, said, get out of your country, and he became the first Hebrew, according to Genesis chapter um, 14, verse 13. Genesis chapter 13, verse 14, and one of the people who escaped and told Abraham the Hebrew, the first time the Bible, the word was used in the Bible, Hebrew, is about Abraham. But he originally came from the heir of the Chaldeans, where um, Babylon is. I think came from Iraq, Iraq area. That's where God called him to live and come and dwell in Israel. Right. So Abraham came from heir of the Chaldeans, but when he came to uh, the Promised Land or where God called him to be, Bible started describing him as the Hebrew. So as I told you some time ago, Hebrew is a Hebrew. A Hebrew is simply someone who has crossed a river, a river crosser. All right, so when God brought them out of Egypt, Bible said, listen to this very interestingly, Bible says that he did not take them through this easy land. He took them through the Red Sea because they had to cross the sea. Because it means that something has been left behind you. That is why when you become born again, and all those who, were, who believed were baptized, entering into the water and coming out is a symbol of crossing the river. So in First, uh, first Corinthians chapter 10, verse 2, 3, it talks about how they were all baptized into, the, into Moses through the Red Sea. All were baptized into Moses in the, in the cloud and in the sea. So you see, baptism is like passing through the waters. Okay. Their, their form of baptism was they went through the waters. Before then, in the days of Noah, human beings sinned so much against God, they built city of sin, city of idolatry called the, 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 the city of Babel. And they built a tower called the Tower of Babel, the high-rise building. 
and they didn't need God. They were living anyhow. And God came and sin was so high, according to Genesis chapter 6, that God came down to judge man. Genesis chapter 6, the Bible says that God said, oh, my spirit shall not thrive with man again for his flesh. And then afterwards, the scripture says that verse 6 downwards, he called, but Noah found grace before God. And God called Noah. Do you know why he called Noah? Because he was about to wipe out humanity with water. I keep going back, 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 but it's good to hear this. In Genesis chapter 1, Bible says that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Bible says that, and the spirit hovered, the spirit, verse 2, says that, and the spirit of God was hovering upon the face of what? The waters. That's the deep. The waters. So everything that was there was waters. Because God created the heavens and the earth, but the earth was, it became the Greek word, the Hebrew word, it became void and empty. And so judgment was upon the earth. That's why the darkness, darkness stands for evil, the work of the enemy, all right? So darkness, after Satan was cast out of heaven, he came, he fell on, he came on earth with his team, and they, the earth was judged. So they spoiled everything. The earth was judged with water. So the waters, it was the waters of judgment. And then when God came to create, he said, let there be light. And when light appeared, then he says that let the dry land come out. He called, he said, let the waters all be shifted to one side and let the dry land appear. So he shifted the waters and the dry land appeared. And he put man on the land. He took the dust of the ground, formed man, and put man on the land to dwell on the land. So man doesn't live in sea. <laughs> so every now, so when man, man, man sinned and went off from God, God just allowed water, rain, for the first time, it came from above. And you know what happened in the days of Noah was so interesting because the rain didn't just come from top. Rain was coming and it was fountain also was coming from the earth. Yes and flooded the earth and judged the earth and got rid of everybody and left a righteous man and his family, eight of them, saved them, and Bible says that their salvation was as through baptism as well. So it looks like when God calls you, you have to go through some water. And the waters, so after Noah, in Genesis chapter nine from verse nine, Bible said God made the covenant and he said, you know what? I will, I will not judge the earth again. I will not judge the earth again. Genesis chapter 9, verse 9 to 15. It says that, uh, so uh, for behold, I will establish my covenant. And uh, in terms of the 15, said, I will not spoil or judge the earth or spoil the earth with water anymore. So he said, anytime the rainbow, the bow appears, it's a reminder to you that I will not destroy entire humanity with water anymore. And so when you read Revelation, in, his, in the presence of God in Revelation, the Bible says that around his throne there is rainbow. Wow. There's, there's a bow around his throne. So it's a covenant that God is still valid and it still stands. Listen to this. Then God calls um, Abraham, uh, used the earth to water to judge the earth, and then they, after Noah, they built 
a city again, city of Babel, and sin was so much, and God called Abraham out. All right, so God called Abraham, but Abraham had to cross water. This time, it wasn't going to be judging the people. He just called him out of the people. But you have to cross water. Water means that something has gone, has been put behind you, the crossing of the water. So Abraham was the first Hebrew. And we, when we are born again, we also must become Hebrews. We must, pass, if you are born again, if you are a genuine Christian and you haven't gone through baptism, you're actually living in disobedience. Because you have to pass through the water. Because as, so, and when he called the people from Israel, delivered them from Israel, he said, now, you two guys, you also have to go through water. So they went through the Red Sea. But the problem was, when they left Egypt, they were so happy they have left. They had left. Aren't you happy when you're able to pay off all the debt? I am yet to know. Maybe it happens. Maybe it happens, but I'm not quite sure about that. I'm yet to find out about somebody who has finished uni or school. Last day, final exam. And when they finish writing this, I say, oh, I'm sad. Why we can't finish school? I'm sad. No. When you are happy, you know, we, we, we have a wonderful do. We celebrate for finishing. We have finished this. Usually when you're living in a company, it's not always that because it's like you don't know where you're going. Maybe unless a good pay or something, but... You know, but as for school, <laughs> we have been able to put something behind us. So we celebrate. So when they left Egypt, they were happy they had left Egypt. But God said, you know what? Something has been put behind you, but you need to deal with it once and for all. So when you see the waters ahead, it is not waters of judgment against your destiny, but it's waters of judgment against the enemies of your destiny. So they crossed and then they got to the rest in Exodus chapter 14. When they got to the rest, an interesting thing happened. Thank you, Jesus. I would like to read from verse 13. Mm, all right, let's read from verse 14. Oh, 13 is okay. 13 is okay. Genesis chapter, sorry, Exodus chapter 14, verse 13. But Moses said to the, the people, do not fear. Stand by, stand by and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians who you see, you have seen today, you shall see them again no more. You shall see them again. You will never see them again forever. I'm sorry. So you shall see that. I was reading in my head. Now, the, uh, then, watch this, verse 14. The Lord will fight for you, you while you keep your silence. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Bible says the God, the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Where I want us to go is the verse 15. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the sons of Israel to do what? Go forward. Tell somebody, go forward. Tap them, tap them, tell them, go forward, go forward. Go forward. Why 
you afraid of? Go forward. I stand here as a prophet and with audacity to yes. tell you yes. that 20, 2018 will work for you. Don't be afraid. Your health will not come under attack. It will work for you. 2018, 2018 is because of you. Shout, I'm going forward. Shout, I'm going forward. Man is not meant to go backwards. You are not going back to backsliding. You are not going back to where it, what it used to be. That full of death, frustration, and struggle. You are not going back to the way it used to be. You are going forward. You are going forward. You are going forward. Shout, I'm going forward. Forward. I'm going forward. Listen, you were driving five-year-old car. Next year, if you have to get a car, it is going to be three years and below. This is not a time. Next year is not a time. You have been driving a 10-year-old car. Now you are driving a 15. No way. Why? Because I'm just going forward. Tell you why. If your age will not go backwards, then your 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 progress should never go backwards. Your business was doing so well. Listen, listen, listen. You will have there will not be any opportunity and any chance for you to say my business was doing well. You keep saying my business is actually doing better. It is doing better. It is doing better. Why? Because I am going forward. Those times you enter a relationship and you want things to work and you are, and then something, how many of you know what I'm talking about? Sometimes you enter a relationship and something goes wrong. And you, you oh, this, 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 this particular person is such an amazing person. Then, especially women, they pray that, Lord, may this relationship not break. God, I, this person is such an amazing person because you know the trend. You, you know your history. It's like when good, someone told me sometime years ago, he said, anytime something so good comes my way, I know I'm going to lose it. How oh, of you know what I'm talking about? So you live in trepidation. You live in fear that it's, it's likely I'm going to lose something good. It's likely, it may not be, uh, Caris, may I tell you, next year Caris is moving forward. We are going forward! We are going forward! We are going forward. Next year, we won't be raising people for them to be orangus and turn against us. We will not be ordaining people pastors and they'll be running away with our titles. No, next year we are not having that. Next year we are ordaining more pastors and they are growing. Cross that river. Yeah. We gotta cross that river. Yeah. You gotta cross that river. Yeah. That relationship that is so wonderful for you, I'm here to announce to you in the past, those relationships tend to break down, but now that relationship will do well and it's going to end in marriage. Shout yes! Yeah.
You remember sometimes, maybe your boss likes you, you've been in a company and the boss likes you, likes you then for some reason, it's like now, they don't, they're not happy about you. So when people like you, you are very, you have this ominous feeling. You're suspicious. Actually, you are waiting for them to say, you know, what? We are fed up with you. So it's, you don't talk about it, but it's in the recesses of your mind, the recesses of your mind, you know that. So you're waiting for the day when they'll come and tell you. You're waiting for a day when this landlord who is so nice to you, come and tell you, you know what? Sorry, I think it's not working for us. It won't happen in the year we are about to enter for Because the year we are about to enter, you are going to cross the river. In your marriage, in your family, in your finances, in your ministry, in your relationship, in your education, in your career, I am going forward. Please be seated. No tight payer in this church is permitted to lose income. to have a pay drop. No way! We are not going backwards. We are moving forward. Shout yes! Moving forward. Moving forward. Next year, you got to believe God. By next year, by this time, your financial commitment to the church, it has doubled. Watch, watch it, watch it. It's not that it has just doubled because you are increasing it, but you don't have a choice based on your faithfulness to God. God has blessed you so well that even though it has doubled, your lifestyle has also, your, 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 has also doubled. So it's not like you have just doubled giving, but your tithe may, see, if your tithe is at, uh, 500 pounds and you double it, that means that if your tithe is 500 pounds, just normal calculation, it's 5,000 you are earning. So if you double your tithe, that means that you are earning 10. Yes. Now, 5,000 5, pounds a month, Jesus. And 10,000 pounds a month. Which one is better? <laughs> that, these are the kinds of things that happen when you move forward. I don't know who God sent me to, but I'm talking to somebody that you are going forward. Last year, by now, Akwesi was struggling. Now he's a married man. He's free, he's free. He's a married man. That's moving forward. Last year, by now, Pishaka was just married. But now he's a father. Next year, he'll be a father of two. The following year, he'll be a father of three. He's going to give Gina and Bismarck a good competition for production of children. I received it, please. 
What do you think about 2018? What do you think about 2018? God said, Moses, move forward. Tell the people of Israel, move forward. Why are you standing in one place complaining that there's a problem? Problem is not meant to stop you. The river, the water ahead of you is not meant to stop you. It's meant to detach and an unnecessary weight and pursuit and things that are slowing you down. The enemies of your past must be put to sleep. So he said, for these Egyptians you see today, why, why would you see them no more? Because of this river, this water ahead. The water you are afraid of is the water that is about to deal with your enemies. Thank you, Lord. God send the waters. Because around the throne there is a rainbow that waters can't destroy my people. <laughs> around the throne there is a rainbow. It's a covenant. You can't be God's people and water destroys you, but water destroys. So when the destructive force of water is sent or is released, is allowed, is permitted, it can't touch God's people because we are people of covenant. Amen. So when you see the waters ahead, see the waters, what you do, go keep going for, keep progressing, keep progressing, keep, because nothing can stop, water can't stop your progress. Amen. It's about to detach the enemy from your, from, from your back, behind you. Makatayash. What have you got? What do you think about 2018? I'm moving forward. Definitely. Yeah. I, I can imagine where next year's, next year's New Year's Eve will be. Last year. Uh, this year. Last year, we were, we were having regular service at Riverbank. When the year, as soon as the year switched, Riverbank switched negatively on us. Very disappointing. Not knowing the problem was not with Riverbank, but the problem was with us. We, we, we thought we were not ready for the lifting. So, we were getting, we were, like what um, Peter in Matthew chapter 17 told Jesus. Jesus, Elijah has appeared here. It is good. Moses has said, it is good that we build a tent here and stay here. <laughs> no, he's forgotten that the rest of the disciples were down the mountain. <laughs> this experience is amazing. Let's stay here. Jesus said, come on, we got to go down. And guess what? By the time they got down, there was a problem actually. Because there was a stubborn demon the disciples couldn't deal with. And you are up there enjoying, no, let's go down. Because we got to leave where we are. We have to move forward. We have to make progress. We have to go forward. If I were you, I would lift up my hands and say, welcome 2018. I'm ready for you. I'm ready for you. I'm ready for you. I'm ready for you. 
your enemy will say, but how are you going to do it? I don't know. I don't need to know how I'm going to do it. One thing I know, that I used to be somewhere and God has brought me this far. The God that has brought me this far will certainly take me that far. Shout yes! That sickness you were healed of is not coming back. Why? Because I'm moving forward. Every house without water is going to be a problem. And when they are building, when we are doing our building projects a few years ago, that's when I found out they are uh, in, in building work, there are two types of um, pipes or water. Let me say water. There's the normal drinking water and there's something that's called waste water. You need something to take the waste water out and to bring fresh water in. But the water that is fresh always have to go. Water comes to take away. But God said water is not coming to take you away. Can you imagine a house without water? How can you take away the stuff after cooking? Your hands. And when you wake up early in the morning or midnight, even bathing or midnight, you use the, the restroom. How are you going to get rid of it? Then usually, thank God for UK, there is always water in the restroom. Water. Sometimes it's even concealed, but it's there. Finish, press the water. Water said, I'm coming, I'm gone. This thing will never stay in your life again. It's going. Uh, it's going out. Some of, some of the things are taken away with the sicknesses are flushed out. So you don't finish using the place and later on go for it because you're not going backwards. You don't get healed and still go back and get sick. Twenty eighteen, bring it on! <laughs> Shout hallelujah. hallelujah! God said, move forward. Why are you afraid? Tell them to move forward. Let's look at it. But, but, but you see, the problem is, when God tells you to move forward, like He told Mary, you're going to be pregnant. The rational, sensible question always kicks in. Your senses kick in, because you see. The reason why you are worried is not because you and you want to be worried. It's because you don't know, you have not figured out how to deal with this water ahead. That's the problem. The problem is not just the water, but how to deal with the water. So human beings have developed a system to cross water. Cross, but God who created the heavens and the earth did not create a boat. Right. Wow. He didn't create a boat. But water is so much part of life. Let, let me tell, can I tell you something? Listen, 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 listen. You, if you are healthy, when a child is born, a child is growing, a child is healthy, they don't need systems installed in their body to take out, deal with the water that is not needed. That's right. the, naturally, the human system is packaged to deal with all that. So we didn't, we are not created to live in water. Right. We are not created 
to swim across an ocean. So if you want to cross an ocean, then the wisdom God gave us, we use it to develop some things that are not natural, man-made systems to cross. But when God wants, when God is dealing with us spiritually, most of the time he has something in place which is not just man-made, it is God-made system to be able to deal with the water. I'm here to let you know you have to go forward. And going forward, the challenges that always show up, those ugly setbacks that always show up, they are likely to come back. And that is what has, has hampered your progress. Because by now, you should have owned your own company, be employing about 1,000 people. Why? Yeah. You were doing so well, and suddenly, suddenly, you should have been married and with many children by now. Most women who tell you that they are waiting for a child, usually, most of the time, sometimes, one way or the other, they have suffered miscarriage. Wow. About, let's say, 40%, 40% of women in waiting, after a while, usually will tell you, I had, I suffered miscarriage. So it's like, how do I deal with this matter? So the problem is not the challenge I have seen, but the problem is I don't have what it takes to handle this challenge. And now you are talking about there are rivers to cross. There are waters to cross. God, you allow the waters to come, but they are not to punish me. But most often I find out that they end up punishing me. (laughs) Satan also uses the same system to afflict you. The same system. So that is why when God wants to bless you, when God wants to lift you, he will allow, he will allow Satan to bring the system. Not knowing, Satan not knowing that the system he's bringing is what God is going to use to deal with him out of your life. Amen. So when the Egyptians saw the Red Sea, they said, ah, I got you, baby. I got you. We got you. We told you we got you. We got you. They said, come on, let's go. And Moses was crying. They were crying. So they said, what do you think about 2018? I can't hear you. What do you think about 2018? Tell someone I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward. All right. So how... Do you cross the waters moving forward? Let's see what God, how they did it. In, in Exodus, Bible said, God said to Moses, let's already have from the screen, let's go. And the Lord said to Moses, what do you to me? Tell the children of Israel to, to move forward. forward. The next verse, see. He just didn't tell you to go forward. He said, go forward, and this is how to go forward. Wow. How did you do it with the waters? He said, lift up your rod. Your rod. Your rod. You did your rod to cross this. Yeah. 
Tell someone I need my rod. Makata <laughs> Yasha. God said, Use your rod. <laughs> I, I'm happy down. You are not sleeping. <laughs> Yes, sir. Use your rod. Moses, so watch your rod. God, the way some of you are laughing, I don't trust. <laughs> when God called Moses, he didn't have anything. Actually, just Jacob actually crossed, traveled with a staff in his hand. It's the same thing, rod. After his father gave him the blessing, all he left the house with was a rod. That's all. What was the rod? That's the calling. What God had called him for, what God has packaged to do with his life, called him for his calling. So when God called Moses, he said, what do you have in your hand? He said, a rod, he threw it on the floor, it became a snake, he says, rod in your hands was not working. It's dangerous, it has Satan's nature. In your own hands, it has Satan's nature. Moses saw the snake. Hey, then Exodus chapter um, four, four, and then he said, "Pick up the rod." And then verse seventeen, Exodus four seventeen. Listen to what God told Moses. He said, "You shall take this rod in your hands, with which you shall do signs. You shall do signs. You need this because so when they got to the Red Sea." God, in fact, when you read Genesis chapter, sorry, Exodus chapter um, 5, 7, particularly 5, uh, 7, um, 8, 9, well, all Moses was doing in Egypt before Pharaoh was doing the world. It's your road. Where's your calling? You should get busy discovering your calling. That is what it will take. Discover your calling. That's what it will take, bro. You know you are a man on a mission. You are a woman on a mission. Your marriage, God backing your marriage is subject to your calling. Your survival, your health is a function of your call. Ah. When our government officials are traveling, they don't travel like we do. They travel with certain diplomatic immunities. And as soon as you are out of office, you lose that. That's right. Unless for security reasons. Yeah. They'll give you security, but not diplomatic immunity. You have diplomatic immunity and privileges because of the office, your calling. Your, your, can you imagine little Camerons were living in Downing Street? What do they know? What have they achieved? No, it's part of the calling of their father. Your children's safety, security, well-being is, is packaged in your calling. Don't leave your calling and attend to other things that are trivial. It will cost you. You may not be able to cross the water, the water well. What have you got in your hand? Use your rod. Wow. Tell someone, use your rod. Use your rod. Your rod is your calling. So in Exodus, 
in Exodus chapter 17, I think verse 9, let me just show you. Exodus chapter 17, verse 9, there is verse 5 and verse 9. Look at verse 5. The Lord said to Moses, go on before the people and take with you some of the elders of Israel. Also take in your... <laughs> this was, they were going to fight. He said, go with people who will go with you, but don't forget your rod. We, 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 uh, take your rod with which you struck the river and go. That rod. Take it. Take it. Hold that rod. It has already delivered for you. It will still deliver. Take the rod. And so he took the rod. Look at verse 9. Listen, verse 9. And Moses said to Joshua, choose some, some men and go out. Fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God. He now calls it the rod of God. God said, your rod, he said, this is the rod of God. Wow. That's the rod of the covenant. This is what God said is going to use for the work. So as long as this one God has chosen, it is God's power, authority in my hand. He said, you go and fight. I'll go and stand on the hill. And with, I'll go with the rod and I'll lift it. And Bible says that as long as he lifted the rod, his, 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 his allies were winning. As, if the rod came down, whenever the rod came down, they were losing. Whenever the rod went out, they were winning. It, it wasn't his hands. It was the rod in his hands. Wow. Your bare hands can't do the job. Your rodded hands will do the job. Say the rod. There was a time in Israel there was confusion about who has the authority to be the priest. And Moses went to God. God said, let's settle this matter. Don't worry. Tell all the tribes of Israel, everyone bring a rod. Every house, bring your rod. And the rod that will bad is the one I have chosen. It's around your rod. The ministry that will deliver this particular results, which I've said is the ministry I'm going to use. So the rod stands for your calling. The rod is your calling. What have you got in your hands? Why are you crying like that, sister? Why are you so fretful? Why are you so fearful? What have you got in your hands? This river called 2018 is easy if you can use your rod. Tell someone, use your rod. What have you got in your hands? So when you, watch, watch this, ah, I like this. When you are saying, 2018, bring it on, I'm going forward, you are saying that because you have a road in your hands. Yeah. Three things I want to show you how to cross the waters. Number one, you need your road. Number two, hey, can they shatter? Makaya. Number two, number two, Bible says that there's a man called Elijah. In 1 Kings chapter 2, 1 Kings chapter 2, and he, Elijah and Elisha, they were going somewhere, and Elijah was about to leave. God was about to call Elijah, and verse 7, 1 Kings chapter 2, verse 7, I'm sorry, second, I'm very sorry, please forgive me, second Kings, I meant second Kings. Second Kings, please pardon me. Second Kings chapter 2, verse 7. And 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood facing them at a distance, while the two of them stood by the Jordan. 
You are supposed to go, you are going for it, and now here you are with a Jordan in front of you. Go to the next verse. Verse 8. Now Elijah took, oh Jesus. When they got to the Jordan, he took his mantle. The mantle is an outer garment, a garment the way he took. Most of the time, most of the time when we talk about mantle, we are talking about an anointing on your life. So when Elijah left, what he gave to Elisha was his mantle. It's the mantle on your life that determines the things you'll be able to accomplish for the kingdom. It's an anointing. Your calling is directly in relation with the mantle. So when they got to the river, Elijah took his mantle and rolled it up. And Bible says that he, and he struck the water and it was divided way, this way and that way, so that the two of them walked across over on dry ground. The waters, crossing the waters, mantle. And Elijah did it. Watch this. And God called Elijah. So when Elijah went, he was going. He didn't leave Elisha anything. The only thing, only thing Elijah has been able to save in his life and could give this guy who has been serving faithfully was he caught his mantle. Listen, when you go around a man of God, when you get a privilege to work around a man of God, don't desire his friendship. Don't desire his friendship or his praises. Oh, you are a good person. Oh, you are a good person. No, 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 no. Desire his mantle. When, oh, I like this. When God takes you, see, some of us are so easily, naturally distracted by social norms. Yeah. So let's say you, you are, you, I, I visit you in your, in your house, or we are having, we are dining, and you'll be feeling, wow, today I'm dining with the pastor. No, this, naturally, that's the normal mind. Because when you come to church, you see, it's, it's, it's not your face that is on the screen, see you? It's not you. So, socially speaking, it looks like I'm very, I'm an important person here. And that's what God has made it. That, that, that's how God works, okay? That's how God works. So, if you don't take care, you, are, you come around me, you'll be thinking about, hey, I am close to the important man. I'm close to the senior person. I'm close. So, instead of focusing on what makes me the senior person, you are focusing on celebrity status. Yes. And that's one of the things I actually don't enjoy. Yes. I don't like celebrity status, but it's not bad. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when I'm sitting in the car, they want to open it for me. I just, I just don't like it. Not, I don't abhor it, but really. Yesterday, yesterday when we finished setting up and the sound men were playing certain music, oh. oh. The music was, you know, in, in, in a certain African beat, you know, and it triggered some, something inside me. Oh, people were here, I couldn't, I just was dancing, dancing. You know, if, if you are big manism, you don't behave in a certain way. Someone told me that, someone sent a message, or a certain big man of God on um, Facebook, or he said, I just, and he took a picture, a, a, a screenshot of a picture we put on Facebook. Which I think I was preaching in St. Matthews and I was lying on the floor. I was making a point. I was lying on the dirty floor. And the man took his said, I just admire this about you. Because the way we dance at praise night, 
If your big manism is there, you can't do that. You can't. Encourage, we really don't give too much attention to big manism. So, but the point I'm making is that it doesn't mean God hasn't made us big. But when you get close to someone who is, who God's hand is on, so it's when I was, anytime I sit with Pastor David, even speak with him, or Reverend Institute, or any of the senior, when I'm with them, I don't focus on their status, natural, physical status. I focus on their mantle, the mantle upon their lives. So when Elijah asked Elisha, what should I do for you? Elisha said, just a double portion of what the spirit that is upon you. And so when Elijah left, Elisha, all Elisha got was the mantle. He was taken and all that couldn't go was the mantle because the mantle is necessary for earthly work. And Elisha grabbed the mantle. And guess what, guess what, guess what, this is where I'm going. And verse, I think it's verse 15. Verse 14, verse 14, verse 14. And he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him. Mantles are falling. Mantles are falling. Those who are looking for friendship, let them get it. And those who are looking for mantles, let them focus on it. Sir, when you hang around me, don't focus on anything. Focus on mantle. Because some of you, the way you relate with me, and the way you treat me, there's no amount of physical thing I have that can repay you. Wow. Wow. I can't. I don't have what it takes. I, I don't have what it takes. Some of you, you are so loyal and faithful. If I had what it takes, I will, I, if I had what it took, I would buy a house in Kensington or Mayfair, Chelsea for you. And I'll make sure your children and everything around you is in a certain, at a certain level of academic excellence, health, your mind, everything. But I don't have that. I can like you. I can be pleased with you. But I can, most of the time, I fall, somebody like, uh, people who walk around and say, I always fall on the grace of my life that God remembered this person. I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I can't go to work and tell your boss, like her, like him, start liking him. I can't do that. But there is something on me that can come on you. That any river you meet, river that comes your way. It's called mantle. mantle. Now listen, listen, sit down, let me tell you something. Do, do, Bible says that, don't be deceived, God is no more. I want to say, don't, can, permit me to use this phrase or this term, don't be fooled. It will only take mantle for us to get to where we are. Oh no. Hilton Metropole, Sunday morning service. Edgeware Road. What do you think about 2018? I'm telling you, where we are is um, it's, it's an effect of mantle. It's an effect of a mantle. I did not grow up here. So even if I grew up here, that was understand. I did not grow up here. And I didn't know any of us here. It was an assignment. Mm. 
It is the mantle that has gathered here as here. There is a mantle at work in this. Uh, I said there is a mantle at work in this house. Uh, but this church has been long enough. No, this year, next year will be 15 years. There are churches that are 30 years that can. It is definitely. It is a Elisha got to the river. He's, he's remembered what his father did. So he, when, when he got to the mantle, he, he took the mantle and then, and when he also, uh, uh, Elijah, okay, and when he also had struck the waters, it divided, he took the same mantle. You need your father's mantle to take care of some issues about the water ahead. Your calling is good enough. Listen, listen, I tell you, we will be grounded without the grace on Bishop Oedipo. Oh, yeah. Without the grace on Bishop Doug, we won't fly high. So what is happening in Caris? The mantle is The mantle is coming from somewhere it has landed on us. The coming year, we will take care of it by the mantle. By the mantle. I don't know what seems to be ahead of you, but fear not, there is a mantle. Mantle of the house as you go forward. Engage the mantle of the house and just move forward because you are not moving backwards. You are only going to go forward. And how is it going to be done? By the mantle on the house. Shout, I've got a mantle. And finally, because of time, finally. So Moses got to the water. He stretched out his rod. Elijah got to the water. He pulled out the mantle. Elisha pulled out the mantle. So realize rod. Moses used rod. Elijah used the mantle. Then Makayasha. Then our Lord Jesus shows up on the scene. He said, We are going to do it the New Testament way. <laughs> When he got to the water, Jesus just didn't even wait for anything. He continued, so he was, he was walking on earth. And then, so let's say, those of you who are seated, I know you won't see here, but um, you see, this is carpet. The carpet is black here, and there's no carpet here. So let's say this is the water, the sea. This is the land. Jesus was walking. And when he got to the sea, he continued walking. <laughs> when he got to the waters, he continued walking. Can you see? Can you, can you capture this on the screen? Yes. So you see, we have, or oh, let's use that, that place is clear. Is it clearer? Yes. We have, we have carpet here. I'm standing on carpet, and this place is not carpeted. Can you see it on the screen? Oh. You see? Yes, carpet, this is uncarpeted. I'm standing on the uncarpeted place. Uh, that's a potential husband to be, okay. So please, ladies, notice that. I'm, st I'm standing on the uncarpeted place, and this is the carpeted place. Jesus Christ, he was walking on land, and this is the sea. When he got to the sea, he continued walking. <laughs> Scream, continue walking. 
of sleep over 2018? Don't. I know you probably have received a letter from the bank of your uh, 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 employers, or the government, or the council, or your landlord, or the hospital, yes, or your uh, the, uh, agency. I don't know where you have received a letter from or information from. Please, please, for heaven's sake, keep walking. Keep walking. <laughs> keep walking. Keep walking. Keep... I, I, I wish I could demonstrate it properly here for you to see. <laughs> but this is not water. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have attempted to walk on the water. <laughs> what are you talking about? Continue walking. So Jesus got to water and he didn't care. God, there's no difference. Why? And Jesus showed us the secret on how to walk on water. Not pass through water. This time, walking on water. I'm talking about crossing the waters. Sometimes you have to go through it. But there are other times you have to do it the New Testament time. Walk on water. Walk on water. Walk on water. This 2018, someone is going to be walking on water. Because, because to go through water means you have to go down. Hello? You know, water does not... It's like a mountain. That water doesn't come up. And it's, no, water stays in kind of a dent right. or a crater right. or a valley. Right. So to go through the water, the, the land you're walking on must go below. So going through water means that at least kind of going a bit low. And then, there are times it's necessary because your enemies you must operate like a submarine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Undercover. So there are times uh, you'll be covered by water, but you'll not be overwhelmed. You go through it. But the New Testament way is still remain at a level horizon. So when Jesus got to the water, he walked on it. And the disciples were afraid. In, in Matthew chapter 14, verse 25, they were afraid. They said, it's a ghost. 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 Why do they say it's a ghost? Because human beings can't walk on water. That's what they don't know. That's what they didn't know. Supernaturally, naturally you can't walk on water as supernaturally you can't do it. Pastor, thank you. Because after church, the Thames. <laughs> You go and exercise your faith. <laughs> I, think, I think it's not a bad idea. But let me show you on your way going. Start using your faith before you get there. Okay? So how do you use your faith before you get there? Between here and the things, the sick people you see, start healing them. You see someone who is maybe walking with pain, start walking right, and the person is walking. Then you see somebody say, the Lord told me that you have cancer, you have not said the Lord said, how did you know? He said, you are really, you touched the person. The pain is gone. <laughs> see, by the, so by the time you get to the river, you have tested it on a lot of people. 
<laughs> don't go straight to the river, you know. And it's going to wash in the shower and make sure your hair can handle the water. Do, do some test drive before you go to the main thing. <laughs> and then after you finish all the healing of people, maybe the other thing you can also do is go home, fill your bath. <laughs> Okay, but let's get serious. I can't believe my time is up. <gasps> is someone learning something? Yes. Do you know what? I am so much convinced that you will walk on the water. You will thrive on it. In, in Matthew chapter, 20, uh, chapter 14, verse 25, Bible said they saw Jesus, and now, in the fourth watch, let's already allow, let's go. Now. All of us, let's read it, let's go. Now. Walking on. Verse 26. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. The next verse. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. Ha! Huh? Jesus. Then Peter. The next verse. Said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the waters. Then Jesus, so let's go. So he said, come. And when Peter came down off the boat, he walked on the water. Ah, Peter walked on the water. Yes. The New Testament model is you don't just have to divide the waters. Sometimes you just, when it's necessary, you can just walk on it. So Peter started working. That's what you have to remember. But most of the time, we get focused on Peter ended up sinking. Yeah. But he walked before he sank. Yes. It's like a plane that has crashed and has been flying for miles, thousands, thousands of miles, several months and years, and it crashes. It doesn't mean the plane doesn't fly. It's just that that incident, something happened. But we have to remember that it was a flying plane. Okay, so let's not say that it was a car you attended make the car fly. It's, 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 it's fly. It flies. So now, Peter walks on the water by his son. So why did he sink? Jesus told us why, how he walked on the water and why he sank. So Jesus showed us how to walk on water and deal with the water. Go to the next verse. Let's go. He was afraid, and he began to sing. He cried out, saying, Lord, save me. The next verse. And immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said, Oh, ye of little faith, why did you? So he had faith, but it was little because doubt came in. Ah, so when he was walking on the water, actually, it was faith. It took faith, but doubt made him sink. How would you walk on the water? How? How? 2018 is a, is a river to cross. How are you going to cross it? Faith. You need your rod. You need the mantle. And your faith must be in place. If your faith is in place, 
Listen, it doesn't matter the threats the enemy breathes against you. You will come out on the other side better because water is never meant to destroy God's people because of the covenant of God. And everyone God calls, he gives you the privilege to come through some kind of water. Not for it to punish you, but to detach you from the things that are not good for your destiny. So 2018, by the time we are finishing 2018, some of us, that weak tendencies that have always caused you so much harm have been successfully by God through the water detached it from you. Amen. Some of us may have to lose some boyfriends or girlfriends. Anyone who is married here and you have a concubine. You see, you see, why do you behave like it doesn't happen? If it doesn't happen, why do we have the word concubine? Because some people will be concubined. He will con you and combine you. Combine. It's possible we may have ladies here who are already in the field of concubines. Oh, yeah. It's possible we have men here who are practically in concubinic relationships. (laughs) (laughs) Says, this year we are about to enter. God is about to send water to remove that concubine out of your life. God uses different means, so you have to do it before God does it. Because some of the boyfriends must go. God has a way of doing it. eh? By the time you realize some health challenge that came, like I told you the story of someone who in South Africa who was in a, a bad relationship or concubinic relationship or something like that, and they ended up having fellowship in a church building. And then the roof broke and, f- and fell upon them, broke the back of the man. And the man died. But can you imagine if he was in hospital, the wife would come and visit him. How did you end up here? Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, how would you cross the river? One more time. For the last time, louder. With this in your hands, you will move forward. Tell someone, go forward with this in your hands. And you will excel. And you you will do well. In Jesus' name. Amen. Did you receive something? Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. We thank God for using his servant, Reverend Dr. David Entry, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at caris.org. Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter 
for regular updates on what God is doing here at Caris Ministries. Stay blessed.